Just want to do a little re recording today of some of my thoughts from the trail here. Get this set up inside my jacket pocket and then start uh, start moving again. But I just wanted to get some recording of my time on the trail, some of these thoughts I'm having, and I figured I might be able to record something at least while I'm walking along, so that's what I'll do for now, and we'll go from there. So the five product categories that I've created back in 2013, Vision Block, which I added rhythm because then we can uh, create rhythm out of our blocks. Nourish and Energize. Those are the five programs. What I'm going to do is package it much like Katie has packaged her TPT products. I'll have activities within each bundle for cheap, just a couple bucks a piece. And then you can buy the entire bundle if you want to go through the entire program. And then with that, there will be email accountability included, as well as a little bit more energy placed up front and a little bit more, um, well, I'll be a little more hands-on with what you've got going on with the purchase of a bundle. So whether that be like a 10-minute FaceTime after we've kind of gotten through everything just to give next step actions. Um, and then I'll probably create the entire success package as well. Nourish will be its own. Um, sleep habits, stress, stress management, sleep habits, food choices, and exercise will be their own bundles. Nourish will be a big bundle. And then Energize is very similar, but I think what I want to do with Energize is actually create my own exercise library. And Energize might be more of a um, goal-specific, periodized approach. And like I tried to do with the Energize program in the past, the progression would likely be more timing and limited rest, adjusted work to rest ratio, than actually changing the exercise, at least for a while. I have a tendency to get caught up on that energized idea just because of the personal training element of what I already do, but I have to kind of let that go. A little bit. I mean, I put it last for a reason because I don't think it's the most important. I think what we, um, what types of rhythm we create around exercise and doing things that we know are sustainable and will continue to do are much more important than providing some sort of a real roadmap. Now, a real roadmap certainly can help people get started, which is why I think 
it just has to be very very simple because there are benefits we can get out of just very very simple things but back in 2010 I came up to run my first ultra superior spring 50k there was probably 30 or 40 people signed up John Storkamp and Rocksteady Running was the race director. I came up and I said, I'm not signed up for the race, but can I, can I go in anyways? He said, fill out the waiver, send me a check in the mail, you're in. And I mean, there's a lot that's happened between now and then, but kinda, the rest is history in a way. John and I have formed a decent relationship. We've helped each other, had a couple of strategic meetings back when we were both trying to figure it out. His ideas have taken off much quicker than mine. He actually has a product to sell, it's experiences. And I, to this point, haven't really felt like I knew exactly what my product should be. And more importantly, Probably I felt like I didn't really know who my target audience was. Maybe I didn't feel like I was qualified to talk with people. Maybe it was the fear of success that was holding me back. But in, in any case, I created these programs in 2013 over the course of about a 16-month period while I was reading... I mean, three to four books a month. I was trying to go through the activities that the books were recommending. And um, I just learned a lot about writing in that way. And then as I, you know, took ideas from other people, they started to become a little bit different in my own mind. And I started to you know, write them down. Some of them I used, others I changed around a bit and still others I just wrote on my own. But the writing was a very fun part for me. It was therapeutic because as I quit drinking, I didn't really know, you know, the world moves really fast when you don't live in the the addiction cave and so coming out of that fog everything was happening so quickly and I needed to write it down I needed to work through something and uh, I wanted to create something that I could share and help other people that were going through the same thing that I was I thought I was ready to share it with the world at the time, but I just wasn't. There were a few things that had to happen before I felt like I could share it. And one was relapse in 2015 after a DNF at Superior. I'm like, okay, well, you better figure out now how to use what you supposedly learned and created to help other people uh, to get back on track 
in your own life. And I did. I had a really good gig working corporate wellness, which is where I created the Nourish program for Energize as well. We went through a, oh gosh, what was it? A 16 or 17 week education series throughout that Nourish experience where we created email blasts that went out to all employees of the company. We had um, little table toppers where people could read about these different ideas under stress management, sleep habits, food choices, and exercise. It went really well. It was a great time. And then I just made some stupid decisions. Um, looking back on them, I see that they were stupid decisions and and here we are but you know what maybe not like we think that at the time and we can even look back if we really choose to and reflect on reflect on the wisdom of our past but without experiences such as those we oftentimes don't we won't grow we won't learn we won't look back and say how could i do that differently and In my case, what I really look forward to is helping other people navigate some of these things as well and use my past experiences in business and on the trail alike to hopefully help other people. Uh, Either if you have experienced or are experiencing alcohol abuse or addiction, Or if you just want to learn and grow every single day. And ultimately, I want to bring attention to God's name and grace. And I don't really do that. He does. He's provided a body that allows me to bring attention to myself through some of my adventures. Um, And... uh, let's talk about some memorable events that first one certainly was memorable superior 50k 2010 was uh i don't even know where i was it was all a fog first of all i was living in a fog at the time i wasn't drunk at the event but i certainly maybe took a day or two off prior to and maybe took a day or two off after but Aside from that, it's going pretty hot and heavy. And then the thing that really snapped me out of it in 2013, I kind of hit rock bottom when I looked. Garbage goes once a week. And I went to throw away my trash for the week, and I had eight and a half liters of Jack Daniels in the garbage can holding down a full-time job, uh, three kids, three little kids. Um, and finally it was just like, my wife pretty much said like, you gotta like pick something. You gotta either just go do all this, you know, ruin somebody else's life basically, but don't take me down with you. And, uh, She's my queen. That was a really powerful turning point mentally for me. I I did not want 
the worst thing I wanted was to lose her. And uh, so I stopped. And then the flood of the world kind of came upon you. The same stresses exist when you stop drinking that do when, they, when you are still drinking and you've got options. One, you can try and live the same life you were living and get a different result, meaning not drinking anymore. Or you can change some very important things in your life that'll make a huge difference as to whether or not you're able to overcome that addiction and, um, you know, create a, I mean, honestly, create like meaning in the world, you know? I don't know. And just be like happy with who you are. You don't need to mask it with alcohol or drugs. We can be who we are. Let your energy, let your energy shine. And you know what? I heard a really interesting thing the other day from um, Brene Brown, I believe is her name, on the School of Greatness podcast. And she said, fitting in is the opposite of belonging. And I thought, where the heck is she going with this? And then she talked about fitting in means you become who other people want you to be and belonging is you be who you are and the people around you accept you for that and I was like wow that's really powerful so you know we gotta look to look to um, spend time around those who see us for who we are and not just see us for who we are because that's only the first part, but also accept us for who we are. Be with us for who we are. Encourage us for who we are. Love us for who we are. You know? Like, and I don't know, I'm just starting to try and figure that out in my own life. Since my 2019 Superior Finish where I feel like I really had some personal breakthroughs. And you can listen to my story, actually, on my SoundCloud, uh, Tale of Two Trips, my superior story, about 33 minutes long. But um, I just grew and learned so much, and now I'm at the point where I'll try with everyone, I'll give everybody a benefit of the doubt as far as trying to engage with people and and talk with them. But if the conversation immediately goes to negativity or shaming or putting other people down or not being, you know, not feeling, getting the feeling that people aren't believing in where I'm trying to go then I'll still be polite and cordial, but that's about the depth of it. I don't really care about much of anything you have to say because I can tell you don't really care. And I can be chatty. I can be, uh, especially if you get me in my element, 
and I, you know, kind of, we pass those little tests and if I'm really going through a period of growth and starting something new and, you know, the excitement that comes with the novelty of a new idea or even an old idea that's kind of been brought alive, I want to be around people who could sit for hours and talk about their ideas and listen to mine. I had a conversation with a man the other night. We were at a, a wilderness camp with our daughters and it was Thursday. We'd been there since Monday and we hadn't really talked business too much, although we really kind of had. It seemed, you know, we both keep a lot, a lot of our business pretty hush-hush just because you don't know who to trust and for some reason right away he started talking about business and so we talked about it kind of all week and then finally he was actually leaving Thursday morning and Wednesday night we sat down and uh, for the better part of three and a half hours we didn't move we just talked, explored ideas, talked about um, where we want to go, marketing. Uh, I was able to share vision, block rhythm action, nourish and energize. He was able to share some ideas that he had, and I was able to provide some, hopefully, some insight around marketing and at least start asking the right questions. But the point is, it was so refreshing to sit and talk with someone who, first of all, was really excited about what they were doing, and it seemed like the purpose in their own life was pretty dialed in. And then secondly, to show and express interest and ask questions and follow up and not try and move at the speed of light all the time like when when a question is asked just listen to what other people have to say it doesn't have to be an one idea to the next and I was just absolutely it was beautiful it's like sitting on a Davenport having a talk over a cup of coffee, you know? And I don't know, probably, a lot of you probably experience that regularly. Me? I don't. No, I don't have very many people in my life that I feel like I can just slow down and have a chat. So it was real refreshing. But the point is, a long time ago, I was talking about Surrounding yourself with people who believe in your vision, who believe in your goals, who believe in your dreams, even though they know less than you about how it's actually going to turn out. It doesn't matter. I believe in your shot no matter what. Like, I totally believe in your ability to make anything happen. And I don't even know you. But I believe in your ability to make anything happen because anything is possible. 
Dude, if you knew me 12, 13 years ago, I don't know if you'd give me a shot. I'm still not perfect by any stretch, but the fact that hopefully I'm able to inspire other people to leave the place where I was living in that cave of fog where it was just a day-to-day, you know, all you have the capacity to consume yourself with is the immediate moment, which isn't always a bad thing, but it's nice to be able to reflect on the past and see where you want to be in the future. And then also the ability to think about other things in your life besides the pacifiers that have us on their nasty chains and leashes. You know, I'm not judgmental. Don't get that idea from me at all because I love all people and I think that we can all experience the grace of God in our lives and for our families. But... I mean, there were weeks, and you might be able to relate, where, hell, there were days, there were hours, there still are minutes where the only thing that consumes my head is that next fix. It's, uh, you know, alcohol can really grab you in that way, and that can happen with pretty much anything but alcohol is the one that I choose to talk about because I feel like it's the one that I experienced the deepest connection to and the one I feel most qualified and most sure of myself to be able to help others overcome so I mean It just is so exciting to me to even think about the possibility of someone like me who's out there right now, you know, from when I was 12, 13 years ago, even 10 years ago, to think about someone like that getting to a point in their lives where they don't really care what anybody else thinks about them. They understand that not every gun body's going to like them. They see the fact that there's a lot of people, especially in their current circles, if they're in that addiction loop, that are going to want nothing of them improving. Because if they get better, then that just leaves them. And like I said, I'm not judgmental, but I also know that There are two ways that you can raise yourself up and become better. One, you can smash other people to the ground and try and, you know, talk bad about them, hammer them down, not believe in them. Just give them like, just don't care, you know? And then you can focus on just building yourself up. If you want to get better, 
You're not actually getting better if you just beat others down. You're not. You're not growing. You're not learning. You're not developing. You're just being a jerk. Like, that's pretty much it. So instead of being a jerk, either leave people alone that are trying to get better. Leave them completely alone. They say no, you say cool. And just go about your business. Or like, come alongside them. Do something with them. You know, experience that clarity that comes with sobriety together. And not just, because it doesn't have to happen alone. But you have to focus on you in some, for a, a period of time before you can move to focusing on others. And I don't know if I was ready to move to others when I wrote what I wrote. Although, I think the ideas, the systems, those are all spot on. I mean, many of that stuff comes from experts in their fields, at least in some capacity. But I don't think my soul was ready. I don't think God had a big enough grab a hold of me. I don't think I was surrounded by a community of people that believed in me. And uh, as much as I do now, which is why I've launched this podcast why I'm trying to share some of my adventures, why I continue to write, why I'm trying to share some of my writings from past experiences. And I'm just trying to bless people in as many ways as I possibly can. And I'm hopeful that I'll be able to do three things. Bring attention to God's name and grace. How? I don't know. I ask him every day how, and I'm just merely a vessel. I'm a flow-through entity, man. I'm a flow-through entity. God through me is what my goal is, and I'm not always really good at it, but I'd like to be. And two, helping those who have experienced or are experiencing alcohol abuse and addiction And that's because it's a place that I'm, uh, you know, although I haven't been there for a while, I'm still very familiar with it because it still rears its ugly head on occasion. There's still thoughts that go through my mind. There's still things I see that trigger that want. There's still things that happen in my life that create incredible stress that it's so much easier to not deal with and just... Go drink your sorrows away in a bottle. And I'm not talking about you. That's just a metaphorically people in general. And I know that you refers to me. Like it's like it's global. And then three, just to help people that want to continually grow and improve every single day. So in the spring of 2014, after I quit drinking in December of 2013 I enrolled in a 
online mastermind called the School of Greatness Academy. There wasn't a lot of that out there yet. There were just a few people that had online courses. And Lewis Howes, who founded the School of Greatness Academy, as well as the podcast, and now he's got a it retreats and all sorts of stuff. The dude's the dude's brilliant business mind and he just has such an amazing heart for people. But we went through a six month intensive on launching and running an online business as well as just becoming better versions of ourselves. And there were hundreds of people from all over the world and that's when the world really got a little bit smaller to me. But we had assignments, online portals where we were expected to communicate with one another and break into smaller mastermind groups and do those types of things. And I was working with people from in England, Los Angeles, the East Coast, Switzerland, Australia, all over the place. And it was really, really cool. And um, that whole deal, like from when I quit drinking, uh, I left a job that I was in during the time when I was drinking in 2014. And I had a lot of time on my hands then because I was out doing my own thing, running my own business personal training clients and when I wasn't I had a lot of time and uh, I've always enjoyed the process of improvement of getting better to the point where I feel like I've gotten proficient at something and then stopped doing it I never really sought mastery in many things and part of the reason I believe is because the closer to mastery you get, the harder and more complex the ideas usually become. It's just harder. It takes more guts to keep going when it's hard. And then secondly, I did not, I was not clear on my purpose. I thought I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't really, you know, like where there is commitment, there is action. And what I was committed to at the time looking back on it is creating something for myself that I was able to uh, work through and I was really working through it for me very selfishly I was still writing it for others and I'm glad I did now that I am through that time in my life because I've got all this amazing what I feel is amazing insight and material from when I was making all these discoveries for what seemed to be the first time. And, uh, but I was reading, I mean, just the idea of filling my head with anything I could get my hands on was so cool. And that's what I was more excited about than anything else. And I know there's people like that that just want to learn and grow and develop. And part of the reason why I'm starting this podcast 
is to provide affordable, simple materials and ideas for those people to continue to improve. And in many ways, the ideas that I lay out are not specific to one area of your life. I tried to create ideas and writings and projects and programs that could be applied across our entire way of being. So, and now that I feel like, you know, this superior experience in 2019 was the first time that I had ever made up in my mind that I was quitting because it was getting hard. Just like I talked about a moment ago, not coming up with mastery of anything because whether it be the fear of success or just the grind of struggle or anything else, but I just kept moving this year and I learned a lot about myself and what I'm capable of. And it was a really transformative experience, I think. Time will tell, but I'm committed to making it that way. And so to wrap this up, I mean, yesterday I cross-country skied more than 50 kilometers on my own. First time I'd ever done that on Sugarbush Trail System in northern Minnesota. Right now I'm plodding up a hill away from Bluefin Bay towards the Britain's Peak Aid Station through six to eight inches of fresh powder as fat snowflakes continue to fall on me. It's slow going. And I don't know how far I'll go today. I've gotta be smart, cold is real. Um, and wet and cold is a deadly combination. Temperatures hovering right around that freezing point today. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. I'm out here in the woods, which God has blessed all of us with the ability to get out and enjoy his creation. And uh, I'm in a place right now where I really feel like I've got nothing to prove. I'm happy. I love my wife beyond words same as same with my kids um, relationships are growing meeting new friends I feel more understood than I've ever felt before probably because I understand myself better than I've ever understood myself before and I feel like I'm in a place now where I know what my purpose is and it's helping people who were just like me or maybe still are just like me discover like this relentless courage inside of them that allows them to do things that they never thought were possible or they still might not think are possible. And if you've listened this far then I'm guessing you probably are interested in what I have to say. 
And I thank you. And I don't thank you for me. I just want to acknowledge you for you. Because I've got a good feeling about what's coming next in your life. And let me be one of the first to tell you, if not the first to tell you, you can decide what you want to do. You can decide who you want to be. All you have to do is start taking action towards that person. That's all you need to do. Start becoming who you want to be. Pay attention to if people allow you to belong or if they expect you to fit in. If they expect you to fit in, find your way out of those situations. Find people who you can belong with. Too often we try and Please, everyone else, listen. I turned 40 in three weeks. I'm just starting to realize the brevity of our time here on earth. And it makes me a little emotional. Not because I'm like dreading death. It makes me emotional because I've been through some stuff. And so have you whether it's self-inflicted or otherwise. And we can use pain and struggle. There are like superpowers, you guys. We have, we've tapped into a place deep down, especially if we're on the other side, we've tapped down to a relentless courage that gets through those minutes, gets through those hours, gets through those days, weeks, sometimes months. And relentless courage can show up anywhere. And uh, thank you for listening. And I just want to be so encouraging to you today that yes, you can, whatever you want, you can get You can move towards it. You can discover your purpose and create a vision. You can learn how to block time and create a rhythm out of those blocks in your life. And you can be intentional with how we block that time and how we create that rhythm. And you can take meaningful action. You can, because what's the worst thing that can happen to you? It's not that bad, y'all. It's not that bad. Keep going. Keep fighting. Be relentless in your courage, no matter what your fears are. A clear head is not a bad thing. Just experience that. Experience it. And and experience it, and experience it, and experience it. And string it together. Put those days, put those weeks, put those months together. But it starts with the first decision. And once you've made that first decision to commit, 
you'll start taking action. Now, when you make the big decision to do something better with your life, you're gonna make mistakes. You might screw up towards where you wanna go. You might like, you know, relapse. You might do the thing you're trying to give up. You might hang out with somebody who, you're gonna make decisions that take you further away from that end goal commitment. But once you've made the overlying commitment, then it doesn't really matter. Because you're going to find a way to navigate your way through continually towards what it is you're trying to achieve. And I made it to the top of the hill, which means I'm going to shut this recording off. But I believe in you. Bring attention to God's name and grace. I want to help those who have struggled or experienced with or are experiencing alcohol abuse or addiction and also those who just want to grow and improve every single day. Love you guys. Live today with relentless courage.